Blog Talk Radio. kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Good morning. Are you ready to say yes to spirit? Leslie and I are... Yes, I am. Yes. (laughs) Say yes to spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path every Monday morning from 11 a.m. to noon central time. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening live right now as we are having this fun time or whether you are listening to the recording. We welcome you and our goal is to encourage you on your spiritual path. Of course, We're a little selfish because it's our goal to encourage ourselves on our spiritual path as well. And doing this show as a reminder for us that it really is our choice whether or not we say yes to the guidance of spirit and to creating a world where the voice of God and the voice of spirit guides us, leads us in our interactions with others. Or we just lead ourselves by ourselves, take our own initiative, and go out into the wilderness unprepared, right? (laughs) It's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. And so this show reminds me, at least, that at least once a week, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be saying yes to spirit, (laughs) not yes to ego or, you know, whatever is in front of me right at the moment, not yes to fear, not yes to lack, not yes to any of that stuff that I don't want in my life. Right. So today our theme is going to be affirmations. Uh, What are affirmations? How do they work? Um, How can we use them when we are committed to saying yes to spirit? Maybe even how they help us. Be committed to saying yes to spirit. Uh, But we always, before we get into our theme for the week, uh, make a connection back to our previous show. So last week we talked about courage. Courage. And, you know, I'm trying to think a link between courage and affirmation, and I just, uh, I don't have one. Although it does, I think, and sometimes, and we talked about this last week, the courage to say yes to spirit many times can look kind of foolish. Yeah. And I think sometimes when I'm doing affirmations and I'm affirming something as here and now that, you know, is not, like when I say, you know, I am fit and trim and a size 10, and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, ah! So I think sometimes it does take courage to keep going with my affirmations when I'm not seeing, you know, the external manifestation right away. And so, the affirmations give us the courage to keep going to keep because going. we keep oh, telling yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. what we want, not what we seek. Right. Where we want to go, not where we are. And when we do that, that, that makes the, the connect. 
Um, I was trying to remember if there was anything at the end of the show. A lot of times at the end of the show we'll be we'll say things that we want to, you know, practice during the week related to courage. But I'm not remembering. So if any of you are listening and you heard last week's show. But I was going to commit to something and I didn't do it or something like or that. Or we gave a homework yeah, assignment for right. all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did it, <laughs> and you did it, but we did it, uh-huh. <laughs> then call in. The call-in number is area code 347-850-1523, and, you know, call in and remind us because um, neither one of us is remembering at the this exact moment. Anything else on courage? No, I cannot think of it, but I did... Uh... I do think it does sometimes take courage to say yes to spirit. So I I think it's wonderful that we have a a community to support one another. That's the key to me. But then we'll try to figure out affirmations and, uh, and all about affirmations after the break. After the break. Path with Tracy and Leslie talking about affirmations today. Um, when did you first hear the word affirmation, Tracy? Do you remember? Was it years ago or last week? Or, or do you remember the? Wow, that's so, a great question. I don't remember. I I don't. Uh, I want to say 1986 when I first got involved in New Thought and went to Unity Church. But, you know, I think I knew about affirmations. In fact, I'm sure I knew about affirmations even before that. So, um, but I don't remember how I first, you know, I'm sure it was in reading something mm-hmm. that referred to affirmations and then reading what that was about and then starting to use them. But I do know it would have been in the mid-'80s, you know, 86 or 87, after I started attending Unity Dallas, that I really, really began to use them as a part of my, you know, regular recurring spiritual practice. So it's been, yeah, so it's been a while. A long time. A long time. More years than we want to do the math for. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to think back this morning the first time, and I think it had to be in 12-step programs, but I don't know that they called it affirmations. You know, it's interesting. I mean, they, um, and then I, I learned about affirmative prayer, which yes. is, you know, a little bit different. We could talk about that. But, um, you know, I think it is interesting because I thought of that question because I was working with a young guy last week and doing some different things and talking to him about trying to, think about affirmations and implement affirmations and he had never heard of the concept and it was really interesting to me to think because I think if I know it then surely everyone knows it it must be yeah Yeah. and so um you know to watch him get such immediate positive 
I mean, it really helped his negative mind chatter when he was able to replace it with an affirmation just within days. He, you know, he talked about how much more focused he was and how much it seemed like his days were going by, you know, um, with less effort, with less anxiety. And, and it was just a reminder to me some of these things that I just think everybody knows doesn't know, so it's so important to talk about them and to try to remind each other because so many times even even I know all about affirmations and think of, you know, but I can forget and go weeks without doing them. And then I'll hear you say something about an affirmation or I'll see something you have written down. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do an affirmation. So, Well, and I, you know, I was surprised when The Secret came out a few years ago and got so popular how many people were not, either not aware of or not utilizing the power of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But then in all the conversation with either The Secret or Abraham Hicks and the, you know, Afghan, it is given the law of attraction, all that focus on the law of attraction three, four years ago really got a lot of people exposed to how powerful it is to affirm what it is that you want Mm -hmm. and to really state that and to repeat it over and over until you've convinced your mind Mm -hmm. and, you know, that this really is what I want. I don't want Mm -hmm. what I've had. I don't Mm -hmm. want what I've been getting. I want this new thing. I want to live this new way. And so, um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. And we, like in most things, when it's so much a part of what you know or how you show up in the world, it is so easy to forget that everybody doesn't know the same thing that you know. Mm -hmm. And people have a different way of being. Um, And if they don't even know the tool, how can they use it? Right, right. And I I don't know, part of the secret and people talking about that, it it was interesting the the phrase or, you know, you're doing affirmations whether you know it or not. You're affirming something. And, uh, you know, to make a conscious choice of what I want to be affirming. And I think that, to me, is really, um, was a really amazing thing for me to understand that I am affirming Something. whatever's happening in my life, you know, whatever's out picturing, that's what I'm affirming. And if I want to change that, you know, I have to change what I'm affirming. So um, to become conscious is really the first step to, to any kind of change. So as we become more conscious... And, you know, you said the secret and you said the um, law of attraction. And I guess that is kind of the same thing as an affirmation. I really had never, oddly enough, connected those two. But if you're affirming it, you're attracting it. Yes. Whatever you're affirming, you are attracting. Whatever you're choosing, you are attracting. And the law only can bring that to you. So, yeah, when we're talking about the law of attraction, I mean, a lot of that is, it's a combination of things. It's having a clear, making a choice, having mm-hmm. a clear vision about that. But then there's a part in the secret and, and in the Law of Attraction book, you know, that always talk about being intentional about what you say about what you want. Mm. And that's, that's where affirmations almost always always come up. So in the Science of Mind textbook, what it says about affirmations yeah. is to affirm anything is to state that it is so and to maintain this as being true in the face of all evidence to the contrary. 
um, and I'll stop there with the quote, even though the quote is longer, because it totally affirms what you said, that even if we're saying, I'm afraid, then I'm stating what's so, even in the face of evidence to the contrary, that there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing to be afraid of. I don't need to be afraid of anything in this moment, of someone breaking in my house right in this moment, because that's not what's happening. But if I keep affirming over and over that, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm afraid to do something because somebody might break in my house. I'm afraid to be in the dark because somebody might break in my house. Then it's like I'm claiming that to be so true, even though no one's breaking in my house. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, how we so often allow the things we're afraid of or the things we're angry about to really be affirmed over and over in our lives. But for our conversation, we are mainly talking about how to use affirmations in the positive sense Mm -hmm. to go forward. Um, So the uh, textbook also says in the glossary, repeating an affirmation is leading the mind to the state of consciousness where it accepts that which it wishes to believe. And that's, I think, the key about why we repeat Mm. affirmations where a lot of times when we say a prayer or we talk about prayer, we Mm. say, you know, say the prayer and let it go. Or say, use a treatment and it's done. You know, you don't need to revisit it. You may need to revisit your doubt about it or your disbelief that it really can happen, but you don't need to revisit the prayer itself. But with affirmations, Everything I've ever read about affirmations say that, you know, be prepared to do them over and over. Mm -hmm. Say it 30 times a day for 30 days. Or, you know, say it once an hour, every hour you're awake for, you know, 10 days. It's that built-in, you can't just say it once and, and believe it. So affirmations are really convincing your mind, your brain, that this really is what I believe. This really is what I want. And is the the last part of that, does that make it sound like like the good is already there? It's just a matter of my believing it? Yes. Yes. So the affirmation is working on my belief, not on really... It's working on the human mind. The human. To bring your mind in alignment with true consciousness. So that the, the state of consciousness of your mind accepts mm-hmm. as true whatever it is you're affirming. Because we can claim all kinds of stuff. We can pray for things. We can we can state or, you know, say this is what we want. But if we don't believe it, it can't, can't come forth, right? Accepts as true. And so we have to tr- retrain our brain to believe what we really want of the direction we're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if over time, if, if my affirmations then take flight into changing my reaction to life. And like if I'm if I'm doing my affirmations, if my affirmations are working for me, then my reaction when I lose something is. Oh, I'm going to find that here when I need it, or, you know, I'll be able to get another one, or, you know, this will work out. If that's a reflection that my affirmations are working, 
And if my reaction is, oh, my God, this is terrible, I'll never, oh, my, this is, this is going to be ruined my whole day. This is going to never, I'll never recover from this. This is so screwed up. You know, is that a sign that my mind is not accepting the good? Well, I would say that latter, the second reaction, is affirming what you believe. So it's actually saying that you are feeding yourself more affirmations that when things go wrong, it's the end of everything and I'm a failure and nothing will ever work out for me. And if that's what I've been affirming, uh-huh. if that's what I've been saying and that's really what my mind believes, then my reaction is always reflecting that whatever affirmations I'm feeding it. Although, yes, as we talk about affirmations, we're talking about shifting mm-hmm. from the neg- what we perceive as the negative to the positive. And so in that moment that I start going down that negative rabbit trail, I can stop and say an affirmation and reshift that energy in that moment. Mm-hmm. And if you've been using, and I believe if you've been using that affirmation then from that moment on on a regular basis, that yes, there'll be a time when you begin to notice that your automatic reaction yes. to an unplanned event right. is much more calm, is right. much more um, in alignment with joy and love and possibility All right. instead of the end of the yeah, world. Exactly. Yeah, because I always look at that as my indicator. I used to have a sponsor in Al-Anon that would tell me that I could tell my peace of mind or spiritual, you know, place of my mind when I got into traffic. And if my reaction was, you know, irritation, automatically I needed to do some work. If I was like, oh, well, nothing I can do about this, then I was in a good place. So in a strange way, those external things that happen to me are kind of like my indicator of what's going on inside. Ah, bless those external (laughs) indicators. Thank you for showing me how I really am (laughs) feeling. Uh Yeah, sure. (laughs) Isn't that funny, though? That's true, though. And I was looking, I think I have a a meditation about that, but I do believe that, you know, it is really what, what I, whatever is going on externally is just a a larger picture of what's going on internally. Yeah, it's just an opportunity to look into the mirror of our true inner inner being, inner psyche, inner health to, you know, see how we react and how we respond. Yes, okay, I do have a little tiny short devotion. Let me see. This is kind of interesting because it's about this external. This just happened last week. It's kind of fresh on my mind. Oh, the powdery substance dropped like sand out of his hand. Sometimes tires wear on the inside and you can't see the damage on the outside. I listened as the employee at Discount Tire explained why I needed a new tire. Suddenly I became grateful to the nail that caused my flat. Otherwise I would never have known about the inner damage. Two hours earlier, as I was kneeling in the hot concrete changing my tire, feeling anything but grateful, I had no idea the external condition of the flat tire would uncover an internal condition much more serious. I have a hunch God flows through external irritation, illuminating internal distress. It is my choice to see the nail as irritation that caused the flat or a blessing exposing the inner damage. I love that 
and you know that kind of does say though interestingly enough I didn't really embrace the irritate I didn't really understand at the time I was just irritated that I had a flat it wasn't until the guy started talking about how the tire had damage on the inside that I would never have seen so I think that's still an indication of my irritation was I was still irritated until I got some external affirmation that I had something internally going on. That there was something good about that. It's something that, good about that. That yeah. whole um, pattern yeah. that shows up in our lives all the time about whatever happens and people will say, oh, that's so bad. Or, mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, I don't know. Is it? You know, or, right. oh, that's so good. Well, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like flat tire. It's a real irritation. It's not something you plan. Totally revamp your day. All of that is irritation. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, oh, guess what? This happened to save me from a blowout right. or something much more dangerous or much mm-hmm. more expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's uh, that is an interesting thing. And I think I could really... I do think of times when, you know, something bad is happening at that moment that I'll think, you know, I'll affirm that this is going to do something good for me at some point instead of trying to go into that irritation. Yeah, that favorite line of something good must come of this. Something good must come of this, right. Like this is feeling like crap right now, but something good. must come of this. I know, I know, (laughs) something good is on its way, and this is the path to get there. Sometimes it's like no matter how much you know it, it's not always mm-hmm. easy to believe. But affirmations then help us do that. I mean, you know, help mm-hmm. us change our belief over time. Yes. I really do think, and affirmations, for me at least, when I was really into a pattern of negative self, really aggressively self, negative self-talk, you know, it was such a conscious choice I had to make to to replace that negative, you're an idiot, to I am intelligent, I am worthy. And I can really attest to how over time that absolutely changed the programming of my brain and that my brain, my brain today, I don't even recognize as my brain 10 years ago. But it was such a conscious choice to get rid of that stinking thinking they talk about that time. But it, affirmations really, to me, is the avenue to reprogram our brains. And it's so yeah. simple. I mean, yeah. it really is. I agree with that. Simple. Even though it sounds funny to say program our brain, but, you know, because we think of programming a computer. Mm-hmm. But it really is the same thing from the time we're born. We're just constantly getting input, data input, data input, data input, emotional data, physical data, academic, educational data, society data, family data, Mm -hmm. you know, what's right, what's good, who are you Mm -hmm. from what external sources tell you. And so that's all that our life is, is a playing out of what's been put into the computer of our brain. Right. So it only makes sense that if we change the data, if we, you know, we can't, wipe the hard drive completely clean so we can't eliminate all the data that's in our brain from our entire life and we wouldn't want to eliminate all of it and start Mm -hmm. fresh and so um you know the affirmation the the process of using affirmations helps us 
replace or add new data that has more emotion, that has more belief, that is more present to who we are now. So I'm struck by the fact that we're talking a lot about how we use them and what they are, but we haven't really given any examples of affirmations because there could be somebody who's listening who is hearing this and said, okay, an affirmation is any statement that, you know, affirms who we want to be. But there are some things about affirmations that are really important, and giving some examples might help to do that. Yes. So do you want to take a break first, or do you want to just talk about what makes for a good affirmation? Let's just talk about what makes for a good affirmation, because I'm thinking um, I did this yesterday with the junior high students from CSL. We made affirmation journals. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How cool is that? Yes. So you could talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> good affirmation. So I can tell you, I can explain it to you if you're 12 years old what I told them. And I think, it, you know, that's how, uh, when I think about how I teach, you know, it's usually about 12 years old for us all. But, you know, it's interesting because an affirmation of mine, you tell me what you think. I think it always starts with I am, like it's a present tense. Would you agree with that? <laughs> You're thinking or you're thinking? Well, anytime somebody asks me always or never, then I start start going, well, always? Maybe not always. It's like, can I think of an example when I wouldn't? So anyway, let's not go there. Just keep talking. Most of the time, okay, it's a a present tense statement. So I I said to them, you know, to think about I am, because that means present tense. And then it's affirming or stating something positive that either we want more of or we want different from. So, you know, and I used to think that I really couldn't affirm something that I already had, but I could affirm that I want more of it. So so that was the definition as I said it to the kiddos yesterday. And it was really interesting Probably half of them are 14 people in that group. And, of course, you know, their parents are going to a new thought church and having probably affirmations as part of their um, conversations. But I was really surprised. I mean, over half the class just automatically went into, you know, I am, uh, I, I am joyful, I am love. I mean, they kind of really got those kind of classic, and, and I got a sense that they weren't just spouting it out, you know. And um, so... But I, I do think sometimes you can get those sort of rote ones and you just don't really know them, don't feel the meaning behind them, you know. And we say to them, you know, I am love. Well, you know, how how does that break down? But uh, as far as definition, that's what I'm going to stick with. It's a present tense that starts with I am. And it's affirming something either that I that I don't have that I want and I'm affirming it in present tense, like the affirmation that I've been doing, I am fit, I am trim, I am a size 10, as I eat the chocolate bar. Or, you know, it's, you know, I am loved, affirming that I am getting more and more love. You know, I have a lot of love in my life, but even more. So So while you were talking, I was listening, and it also gave me time to think about this, you know, and I agree with you, the present tense and the uh, affirming what you want to show up in your life. So, mm-hmm. yes, whether it's it's more of the same or more of what you're already getting, I, yeah, I love that. Or is it's something that I'm not experience right, experiencing right now, but in spite of that evidence, I'm claiming that that's what I will be experiencing, except I do mm-hmm. it in the present tense. But the I am stuck with me um, 
in the background as I was listening, and I was thinking about what are some of the affirmations I use. And I don't, I don't always use I am, but I always use a verb in the present tense. So it might be, I'll tend to use a lot of feeling verbs. So, mm. I, you know, I feel great as I experience blah, blah, blah. Or mm. I, um, I love keeping my house clean. I love cleaning my house. Well, it's present. I I love doing it. Oh, right. I love doing it. Mm -hmm. No, not really. I love doing it. No, not really. I mean, you know, my mind is saying, no, not really, but I'm affirming. I love having a, I love a clean house. I love cleaning my house because cleaning my house is the issue. I could pay somebody and have a clean house, right? Yeah. But I love, you know, cleaning my house. I love keeping my bedroom clean. I love being organized. I feel great. You know, I so yeah. but I but I am is the most common because yeah. you're claiming that I am. That's who I am in the world. Uh I remember when I I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. I remember when I first really started using affirmations a lot and was learning to construct them, I remember being told to think about how will you feel when this is true? Mm. How will you feel when this is true? Which, of course, links with all the law of attraction um, leadership you know, thought leadership around it's really how you feel about something, your level of emotion that brings it to you faster. Right. The stronger the emotion. And so um, so that feeling tone, sometimes if I say I am love, for example, you know, it's like it's too intellectual and abstract. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel peaceful every time I meditate, or I feel joyful, mm -hmm. I mean, so I think, you know, somehow, that I think that's why I hesitated instinctively when you said uh, they all start with I am, mm -hmm. because I didn't know why I was hesitating, but as I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, some of my affirmations don't have that. I'm looking at a page of affirmations that's hanging on my wall uh, around money and finances right now, and I affirm that people love to give me money because I add value to their lives. People love to pay me. Mm -hmm. And so that's an affirmation. I really need to believe that people love to pay me. So when I talk to clients, I don't have any problem saying this is what it will cost. Because right. I know that people love to pay me because I bring value to their lives. Yeah, that's a good, you know, that is true. That opens up. I, I yeah. deserve money and lots of it. See, I'm on a roll now. Uh -huh. I'm looking uh, at you're looking list at your list. That's oh, your list. I need to affirm these today. I deserve money and have lots of it. When you do, you say, I deserve, I appreciate, I effortlessly, and I always. So you do have, you know, action words up. Affirming in the in the in the present tense, and it's funny because because um, I guess in my mind they're two different. You know, I do have this kind of, and I'll reframe when I do affirmations with the uh, women in the jail. 
each week we go around and we start with an affirmation and they might say something like, I'm going to be a good housekeeper or, you know, I'm, and that's in the future. Right. So that but then they work. even say, you know, I, what, how did you say it? I love keeping a clean house. I would reframe it and say, I am a good housekeeper. And so it's, it's an interesting thing for me to think about. And the two differences, you know, I love keeping a clean house might generate more excitement, more positive feeling than I am. I am might actually have more of a kickback to, no, you're not. But if I love keeping a clean house, that might engage me more on a subtle level. I might not resist that. Right. Yeah. Or I am a good housekeeper as an affirmation is, um, I, I don't know, I guess it gives me that label, but it doesn't tell me what I would be doing, which is okay if I have a very clear picture in my mind about what it means to be a good housekeeper. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I can say I am a good housekeeper, and good housekeeper, immediately my brain knows six things of what that means, you know. So that could work for person A, and then for person B, it might not work at all mm-hmm. because they might need to start with... I love dusting. Exactly, because mm-hmm. that's the the one thing that's kind of the barrier or, right. you know, yeah. So the adding that sense of emotion, how will you feel when that is done or when you are doing that on a regular basis is something that was in the pro, in my process of learning to really use affirmations. So I, I think we should take a break, but then when we come back, I have on my in front of me uh, Louise Hayes' Hard Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom, and in the book, um, we can just pick it up to random pages oh. and see examples of different affirmations, and we'll see how she has uh, How many of them start with I am? <laughs> no, just how, what are some examples of, we're going to pick it up and look at it randomly after the break. We're not going to pick them in advance for those of you who are listening in. We'll see what she says and how she words some of them, because I think she's the person, one of the people who folks really turn um, to. Yeah, to look for affirmations. So let's take a break. Welcome back to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. And I'm still sitting here going, all affirmations don't have to start with I am. <laughs> and I, mean, I somehow had separated out into an affirmation starts with I am and all this other positive stuff I do and getting me to the affirmation. And I think, it's a, I, both, I think Which, it's a both hand. And it's I not think you're an right. Or. I'm rather black and white in my thinking, and I, you know, I get certain rules in my mind that has to work a certain way. So. And I believe that we like have those rules and patterns to make it easy. Like for someone who's just starting out with affirmations, mm-hmm. that's probably a really, really good 
guidelines to follow to make sure that you are in the present tense and it's about you and not somebody else. Um, and so, you know, or working like you did yesterday with, you know, junior high, middle school age, it's like keep it really simple. Mm-hmm. But then as you can as you continue to work with them, I think, you know, you can have different nuances. Yeah, I think that you're, I think you're exactly and right. so much yeah. when we do in, in religious science and science of mind, when we do uh, mind treatments, that third step where we are really claiming what we want, a lot of what's there, if not everything, is stated affirmatively. So we talk about affirmative prayer. But I know for me a lot of times I'm thinking the same thought patterns that I think if I'm just writing an affirmation. I'm affirming what is true when we apply the spiritual truth to this situation. And, and so in my mind I think that's an affirmation. You know, mm-hmm. Each one of those individual statements that I'm saying in there uh-huh. is an affirmation of what is true for the person I am praying for or for myself uh-huh. if I'm doing a treatment for myself. So I love yeah. this conversation, yeah. and, and yeah. Yeah, those, you know, anyone who uh, hangs out with us on this show knows that um, we don't script out. We think about what we're going to say, and we, you know, come to the show with some devotions or quotations that apply, but we don't script out in order so that we really are having so a real... So I can real, learn in real time, right? Yeah, so that we really are having a real-time conversation. Yeah. And um, and I love that because I really haven't thought about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Louise Hayes, okay. Heart Thoughts. Here we go. Um, in Heart Thoughts in the book, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom, what she has is um, quotations and comments, but then on the on the right-hand side of the page, of every page, she has an affirmation and then comments about it. So what we're going to do is just I'm going to open to a random page and see what the affirmation is. Then I'm going to hand the book to Leslie, and she's going to open to a different page and share that affirmation. Okay. So and hopefully, It's like a game. Yes, and hopefully we won't open. <laughs> the first time we played a game. Randomly to the same page. So the affirmation is I treat myself with unconditional love. There you go. And, yeah, I think that's an affirmation because especially if that's not been my pattern, if Uh I tend to judge myself a lot or my inner critic works over time and that's the voice I hear or my, my, the inner voice that I hear of a parent or a teacher who always criticized me, it's like, no, I can have unconditional love for myself, but I can have is future-oriented. So to turn it into an affirmation, no, my reality is I treat myself with unconditional love. That is my normal state of being. Right. And that is much more active in feeling than I am unconditional love. To see, I would turn that around and say I am unconditional love, which actually is a colder, more distant statement than I treat myself. I treat myself means like I have something fun that I get to do today. I just kind of like this. Okay, so now I'm going to pick one randomly. It'll be the one on the right-hand side. This business, no, I don't think that is that one. This business is God's business? Yes. So when things are going in a way that I don't think are right, when I have the flat tire, this business is God's business. This this business, this, this what's happening 
is God's business. Not this business like Costco. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. But this whatever's happening is, even if yeah, it's this not. This is God's business. You know how we'll say, stay out of my business, or it's none of your business? Right, right, right. It's like, you know what, this business of life is God's business. Okay. I mean, that's what I immediately reacted. And I didn't, you opened the page, I didn't read anything about what it said. Oh, yeah, and I already okay. shut it, so I can't read it. But isn't that funny? As soon as I saw this business is God's business, I thought, no, that can't be one. <laughs> I was going to close it, and you're like, no, don't close it. That's one. Read it. I was going to cheat in the game. Go ahead. Find another one. I open new doors to life with a capital L life. I open, open new doors to life. See, I would not think that's an affirmation. I would say no, but when you say that, it's not an affirmation. Really? Why? But that is, that is just because of the way I'm thinking, my little rigid black and white thinking. But I open it. That just sounds like an action, I guess, an affirmation. I've always thought of as a statement. Yeah, and to me, it's, to me, because I think of affirmations in this way, I open new doors to life is something I would be telling myself if I wanted to try new things or mm-hmm. uh, meet new friends or, you know. Yeah, my state of being is that I'm always opening the door to something new, to an, uh, for my life to be new, to be different. I and I do it. I one I choose, and so I open the door to meet new people or to learn new things. See, that's so fun. It's so fun in my head right now because it's saying I am a risk taker. I am friendly. I am outgoing. I'm just reframing everything into it. I am, which is which is I think a perfect example. Crazy, interesting. No, I think it's a perfect example that it's a both and. Yeah. So I might I might really resonate with I open new doors to life or I open new doors, you know, to. Well, let's keep what what's here to stay simple. I open new doors to life, and that really resonates with me. But someone who who is more of an analytical thinker mm-hmm. or a logical thinker um, really may get more power from an I am statement. I am a risk taker. I create new relationships. It's not the I am. I am able to create new relationships. I am creating new relationships. Right, creating, not able to. Yeah, able to is forward. And that's another thing that's really significant, I think, too, is to make sure it's in, however you start it, you got to make sure it's in present tense and not go in any kind of future or any kind of wishy-washy like I hope or I think or I might. Those are those are critical things. One day I will. One day I will. As soon as that son of a gun changes, I will. Right, right. Okay, it's my turn with the game. Can I do another one? Sure. Okay. I really didn't like my other one, so what? Okay, let's see. I dwell on positive thoughts. I am a positive seeker. That's crazy how my mind does that. I think it's because I do that with the women in the jail. I need to go offer them amends because they'll be saying stuff all the time, and I'll just reframe it for them into I am. I dwell on positive thoughts. Imagine that thoughts are like drops of water. When you think the same thoughts over and over again, you are creating this incredible body of water. That's what Louise Hay said, and that's really true. I do believe that. So whatever I dwell on, I absolutely create. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's why we use affirmations, oh, because yes. our affirmations are are replacing or building 
what we want and what we want to believe about ourselves until that point where it's so true that we don't even really use the affirmation anymore because it's like it's a given. Oh, yeah, that's, that is who I am. Right, and that's the magic that, um, well, it's not really magic. I think that's how well, life that's is supposed to be, you know, how it's supposed to go is that that mountain in front of me absolutely looks like a hill with beautiful you know, flowers on it and, and something engaging and exciting and, and refreshing versus, oh, my God, I'll never be able to walk that up that hill kind of thing. So, Ernest Holmes says daily, we, and this is in all caps. In oh, it's got to be important, right? Huh? This is like in all caps. I love it. Daily, we must control all thought that denies the real, affirm the divine presence within us. I mean, that's really it. That is it. I mean, really, if you just drill it down, if we affirm, if we have a mindset of affirmation, affirming, let me say this right, if we have the mindset of affirming what really is true, you know, that changes everything. I mean, it's like everything. everything. I just really can't say this enough because <laughs> I've really experienced that in moments. You know, and um, and I just really want to encourage anyone that's listening, and if you haven't tried affirmations, if you haven't tried reprogramming your thoughts and making some conscious choices on, on your thoughts, and you think it's just hocus-pocus or you think it's kind of silly, to try it for like 31 days or something magical. Magical. There, I use that word again. But, you know, 31 days and creating that habit, creating that ritual, that routine, um, you know, don't believe it. Test it and see what happens is what I always say to people. You don't have to believe me, but, you know, try it for yourself and see what happens. She's nodding her head for those of you at home who can't see what she's mean, doing. You can't, I think you should you say, hear yes, me. Leslie, you're right. That's right. You can't you hear me. You affirm me, right, right, right? Uh, I'm, I'm all <laughs> done with this external <laughs> affirmation pattern. You know, I do think that's interesting, too, though. Let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, externally affirming each other. I think that's so important. And I love doing that. And I think it's... I love doing that. I love doing that. It's a wonderful way to support others, uh-huh. as long as they are doing it for themselves as well. I mean, the, what, the, if the pattern is I only believe it if it comes from external... Oh, yeah. Then I'm dependent on or addicted to other people's opinions of me. Right. That's not healthy. Been there, done that. Yeah. But yes, it's part of our being of service and support to others. Right. Yes, we should be affirming them. Yes, but when I'm coming to you starved for water and I just have to get a drink from you before I drink or, you know, fuel myself, you, you would just sit there and watch me die. <laughs> you wouldn't give me any affirmation. I would affirm you, and I would encourage you to affirm yourself. <laughs> to find the water that's in my own well. Unless you really made me upset. <laughs> and then I would withhold my you affirmation. You would withhold your affirmation. But that is true. There is a lot. And I certainly absolutely have been there, done that, where I just was so addicted. You know, that's, what is that? That's something, codependency, whatever it is that they talk about in psychological terms. But needing that affirmation from someone else before I can give it to myself. And I have to be able to give it to myself, but um, 
than, you know, having it confirmed. Having my affirmation affirmed do, is a really powerful thing. Do I need to say that that was like a joke about withholding? No, I know that, but they at home might think that you're an evildoer and that you would actually watch me starve. She wouldn't do that. She's, she's enabled me before. I could tell you times, but she's been very kind. Reached down and said, it's okay, Leslie. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I can think about one more devotion I have that kind of applies, unless you've got something um, else in there. You're looking at a book. Should I do an affirmation first and do one more? You can do a devotion first. I mean, a devotion versus yeah. an affirmation. Devotion. Talking about what I notice. Mm-hmm. Well, I should title these, really, because I forget what I've titled them in the past when I pull up the copies. So I have no idea what they're titled, but here is this devotion. Looking at the field of green grass, I noticed a single purple flower. It was a beautiful flower. As I sat at the red light, I became fully engaged with the single purple flower. I thought of its beauty. It seemed strong and certain of itself. My eyes then returned to the field of green grass, and suddenly I saw hundreds of purple flowers scattered about the field, where at first glance I had only seen one. I believe whatever I think about grows. I was fully engaged with my initial sighting of the single purple flower, giving it my full attention and appreciation. I was amazed to look back up and see hundreds of the same flower in the exact spot where before I saw only one. It was as if my attention to the one had created the many. I have a hunch my experience with God is much like this. When I give my spiritual life my full attention and appreciation, I am able to experience God in hundreds of ways throughout my day. I also know the opposite is true. When I give doom and gloom my full attention and appreciation, I find that multiplying in my day as well. Today I was reminded I have a choice about what I give my full attention and appreciation to. Appreciation to. Yeah. Affirming is being appreciative too. It's sort of like being thankful is part of the spiritual mind treatment and it's a natural outpouring once we affirm once we see what's really true it just seems like a natural um state of state of grace a natural state to then become thankful or appreciate and if i'm in my affirmative if i'm in my positive way of um seeing the world i do find myself much more grateful and a back door to that in, in 12-step programs, they'll talk about doing a gratitude list. When you're feeling resentful or bitter or irritated, if you sit down and do a gratitude list, it's kind of like it can backdoor you into a positive, affirming state of mind. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that um, when we use affirmations, we are more likely to experience what we want, which then leads us to appreciating the experience of life, um, but I do see them as two distinct things because a lot of times with affirmation, you are stating something that you are not experiencing quite yet, mm-hmm. and so once you're experiencing it where you've made the shift at the subconscious level and it really is your conscious way of experiencing the world, it leads to appreciation, but the use of the affirmation
affirmation is not to be thankful. The use of the affirmation is to shift your belief. Right. To create a new belief, uh, to create a new subconscious belief. Um, in the uh, Power of Your Words class that we recently took, two That's things the, jump yeah. out for me. One is the whole thing about bypasses, uh, quoting. Sometimes people mistake affirmations for empty positive statements that we call bypasses. Bypasses are empty because they lack belief and conviction in God. A bypass is typically a conscious or unconscious maneuver to deflect what we're really feeling or what's really going on. They don't initiate healing and they don't affect real change in the midst of challenge. Bypasses are not prayers. Bypasses are not affirmations in the sense that we've been talking about affirmations. So, for example, if I said as an affirmation or I said as, you know, as a prayer or a statement, it's okay, it's all God. But I'm really just saying that because I'm having a really bad time. It's all, it's all God. That's, that's where having an I am statement would be more powerful because I'm just kind of saying this thing that sounds good, this phrase that sounds good. Uh-huh. You know, but I'm not really owning it. I'm not really owning my role in it. So, you know, to, to change that instead of just excusing what's going on and to claim a new future, then it might be I am always safe. You know, I'm oh, always I, I am always guided. I am guided by God. I am protected, you know, by spirit. You know, something that in that case brings it back to what's what am I doing in this situation? What am I the conduit for here? Um, but I love the first part of that that a lot of times when we talk about affirmations to people who are not exposed that it just sounds like Pollyanna talk or empty right. positive statements. And you've said that before, that sometimes people just think you're naive or, right. or not. Yeah, that yeah. too. I get that. But yeah, but it is, and it, it, is a, it is a lot about, it is the feeling. I think that, but there's also the idea of, you know, take the mind, take the body, the mind will follow, act as if. So there is a lot to be said for saying, I I am peaceful, I am anxiety-free. And I used to, when I would go into real severe panic attacks, I would used to say, I am anxiety-free, I am peaceful. And, you know, that was not what was happening at all. But it was, over time, it's kind of like, you know, a drop of water on a rock. You know, the anxiety or the panic was the rock, and the little drop, each drop didn't really make the difference, but each one added up. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I didn't really feel any relief from each affirmation as I was saying it. But over time, the accumulation of them then, you know, made the Grand Canyon in my head. Took those panic attacks <laughs> away from me. <laughs> Accumulated affirmation affect. Oh, let's write that down. That could be a um, T-shirt. <laughs> Accumulative. Because that is true. You know, I do, I'm a big believer in, you know, over time, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, if you expect different results, you're insane. But if you just keep doing it and keep working it, it does, it does change. I mean, I have absolutely seen in my own life and the life of others real dramatic 
shifts. But you have to be, you have to work at it. It has to be, it has to be, and I don't want to say work like an effort, but you do have to be consistent. I do. I do have to be consistent. It works better when you are consistent. That, yeah, yeah. That's true. So Florence Scovel Shin, who... I never heard that name in my whole life. Really? Nah. You've had so many Clover Shin. Florence Scovel Shin. Never. In The Game of Life and How to Play It, sort of a classic in um, New Thought and Metaphysics. Um, she talks about Denials and Affirmations, one of the chapters is Denials and Affirmations, and um, as we kind of move toward the end of the show, the piece, the, the quote that I'm going to pull from this is why we say affirmations over and over again. The okay. comment you just made, you were making made me think of this. Continually affirming establishes the belief in the subconscious. Okay. It would not be necessary to make an affirmation more than once if one had perfect faith. Oh, yeah, I believe that. And so, you know, but what we're dealing with is we're, with affirmations, we're, it's the spiritual practice of retraining the subconscious yes. so that we can then affect it at the conscious level. You're going to say that again, because I'm thinking the subconscious has already got it. And I'm trying to get it to the, well, I don't know. That's interesting. Because on some core level, I'm already whole and peaceful and love. But well, that's not the. When I'm spiritually conscious, I know that I am whole. When I'm conscious of my spiritual truth. When uh-huh. I am claiming that as real. When I'm living it on a conscious level. My consciousness is is there. My it's there, and I wouldn't need to do the affirmation. Right. But the un or unconscious, if I change it to unconscious thoughts versus subconscious, would that oh, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because one of those things that are underlying knows all this, and, you know, I'm just being reminded well, that's of what it already knows. Right. That level of pure awareness, pure consciousness, right. pure spirit. Right. Knows, right. Right. Knows that it is all whole and all so good. Pure, I like that word, pure consciousness. So there's pure consciousness, unconscious. We should even think about doing a show about that, pure consciousness. Okay, maybe. But right now we have 30 seconds in this show. To think about something that for next week, do we have a topic that we're going to think about? Um, no. So we do, but I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> there so. you go. I always respect, expect you to So meditation, Tuesday night at 1030. We can... Uh, be back here and get 30 minutes of meditation and look at God in my day and come back next Monday for God saying in, yes. Godinmyday.com. And next Monday again, say yes to spirit. Fabulous. Great show. Love talking about affirmations. Now let's go apply it in the real world. Good.